Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the second best reason to stay inside. Today I wanted to talk about introversion. What does it mean? Uh, how does it involve everyone? Because each of us has a bit of introversion, but it manifests in different kinds of ways. So what about being an introvert, especially in this world um, of, of basically in this culture... What about being an introvert is difficult, and how can we deal with all of that nonsense? Because I think many of us want to deal with, uh, don't don't want to deal with people. We want to deal with maybe ideas, and I think the world encourages us to want to be more social, but um, there are plenty of ways to continue to live our life without having to. So again, this is kind of another episode of like avoiding shoulds, but um, we'll probably tackle that in another specific episode. But today, this is about introversion and why being an introvert is rad, but also pretty difficult. So let's click the button and do the thing. Drums, so there are going to be a couple of topics that kind of spring out of introversion. One of those being the general concept of introvert versus extrovert. I think like a lot of things that people approach, uh, people believe that there is a very strong black and white dichotomy between the two. Either you're an extrovert or you're an introvert. Either you like people or you don't like people. Either you want to stay inside or you don't want to stay inside. But truth is, there are extroverts that don't like people. They prefer systems and things, or they prefer uh, uh, playing and being out into the world, but not necessarily having to interact with people. And there are introverts who very much like people and wish they were more of an extrovert so that they can better connect with people. So again, like so many things, there's this like subjective nuance that we're not very comfortable diving into. Unless you're listening to this podcast, then you're probably comfortable diving into it with me, which I appreciate. Thanks for diving into things with me. It's pretty cool. So we're talking about introversion in like this nuanced way because there is a lot to go about this. And I think the first step into kind of understanding more about yourself as an introvert is allowing yourself to let go of the stereotypes of being an introvert. Meaning... If you're a, if you're identifying as an introvert, it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't like people. It doesn't necessarily mean that you want to stay inside all of the time. But introvert versus extrovert is typically about how you gather your energy. And if we're talking in the scope of Myers-Briggs, there are different types that get energy in different ways. Now, I'm not going to go through each type, but if you look up your type or do one of the tests at like 16personalities.com or personalityhacker.com, you can learn your type and learn what your dominant function is, which will tell you typically that either you're a introverted thinker, introverted sensor, introverted feeler, or an introverted intuitive. And those introverted uh, dominant functions 
typically define how it is that your natural brain wiring and connections want to approach the world. So an introverted intuitive, for example, is going to be the type of person that will that that doesn't typically shy away from people, but they may be formulating their own perceptions of the world and not necessarily rely on other people's perspectives. Um, and that's a whole different dichotomy and situation to deal with on its own. Introverted sensors are going to rely on their, their history, their past, and their sense of safety. Introverted feelers are going to focus a lot of their on their identity and how they feel about situations at hand, and introverted thinkers are going to spend a lot of time thinking about the there's the subjective nature of the world and basically do what I do, which is pontificate about <laughs> about mental health. So, <laughs> you know, already with those four types, introverted thinkers show up to the world in different ways. And the commonality there is that those types of thinking require alone time to access those types of feelings or those emotions or those thinking aspects or those intuitions. However, uh, introversion versus extroversion, again, there are varying degrees of ability to people. You know, extroverts are going to be very, very, a lot of extroverts, not all extroverts, but many extroverts are going to be very comfortable in crowds. They're going to be comfortable around a lot of people. And they want to, they feel fueled by people. They love the energy. They love the mess. They love people being loud. Um, Or it might be a little bit more structured. You know, they might be more of an extrovert that likes to work with systems and they can be an extrovert in that sense, but it might not be people focused. People may still drain them. So with introverts, there are certain introverts that like being outside. They like connecting with people. They like being able to have one-on-one conversations or even be in a crowd. But the clock is ticking for them because they need time to themselves or within a small group or with people that understand their mode of thinking to grow their dominant function. So in my case, I get a lot of I get a lot of my introverted thinking satisfied by my conversations with Molly because her and I have a lot of intellectual conversations about uh, marketing and people and personality types and um, our direction in life and our relationship. And we just, it's, it's a very satisfying conversation. And to me, that feels like the same as recharging my introvert batteries. So it's not necessarily about literally being alone by yourself, but it's almost about recreating or finding your safety zone within that mode of thinking or that mode of being. You know, introverted feelers might be able to appreciate an emotional conversation with someone and it doesn't feel draining to them. So introversion is variable in that sense. The same way with extroversion, it's variable in that sense. And again, it's unique to who you are. It's unique to your personality type, whether it's Myers-Briggs or DISC or whatever that it is that you use. And it is unique to your upbringing, your level of intelligence, your type of intelligence, uh, the your support system, and how you show up to the world. 
so there's this also this aspect of introversion existing within each of us. Introvert exists within each of us as much as extrovert exists within each of us, in but in different ways. So for me, again, if we're going by the Myers-Briggs model, I am an INTP, and introverted thinking is more focused on accuracy and facts and playing with the subjective nature of logic. But in order to nurture that, there's an aspect of me, there's two aspects of me that are extroverted, which is my secondary function, which is extroverted intuition, which is about getting out into the world and trying new things and playing and doesn't necessarily mean people, but it means going into a situation where I can kind of be present and explore and uh, just try something new. And then there's extroverted feeling, which means that I typically am not very good at being attuned to my emotional state. I need to talk to someone about my emotions, which is why I have this podcast. I need to find ways to express my emotions regularly throughout my life. And that involves using my introverted thinking to be aware that people like to be appreciated, and I also like to be appreciated. So I give people affirmations. I say thank you. I say I appreciate you. I love you guys. You guys are good to me. Things like that that I, that wouldn't naturally come to me, but I have to think about it. Uh, but, I, you know, those are things that if I go out into the world and I explore things or I experience emotions, I will take time to talk through it logically or think about it logically to make those connections as to what to do next with that. And it's going to show up differently for every type, like I said. But introverts have a degree of themselves that are extroverted. And what you really need to do is think about what are those things that make you feel like an extrovert. If you're the type of introvert that really doesn't want to deal with people, there is nothing wrong with that. Um, there are going to be aspects of your life that where you can't avoid that. And being an introvert is not an excuse to avoid people or to be a jerk to people. But... It is an important aspect of your personality if you're at the stage in your life where you're thinking about setting boundaries or you have the ability to set more boundaries, your introversion is something to seriously consider. But then also consider what aspects of your personality can you use as an extroverted tool. You know, if you're really good at exploring and getting out there in terms of if you like doing new things and playing new playing with new things, even if it's by yourself. There is no shame in that. But I don't think any of us can stay outside all the time and be around people constantly. And I don't think any of us can stay inside all of the time in a healthy way. And and I mean all the time, as in literally all of the time. Um, even when we are by ourselves, we are accessing the work of other people. We are watching Netflix. We are reading books. We are playing games. We are connecting with other people in ways that fit within our framework. So introversion isn't always about avoiding people. It's more so about setting boundaries and being able to connect with people in different ways that are maybe a little bit more predictable. And and it's about managing our energy. So, uh, you know, the point here, and I'm going to have another episode about managing energy uh, and the subjectivity of everything. The point here really is that your introversion is 
not an excuse to be inside all of the time. It's not an excuse to avoid growth. It's not an excuse to avoid people. It's not an excuse to not try things because you feel like you've figured yourself out. And a lot of introverts feel like they have figured themselves out. And that can be because they've not they haven't given themselves enough of a time to go and explore and put themselves into new circumstances to learn new things about their personality. And it's it's almost like if you if you get into a place where like you feel so certain about who you are or you're certain about the world or you're certain about everything like what's the point of keeping going? <laughs> that sounds terrible, but uh, a lot of the fruit and joy in life is about learning about all of the new rad things that there are in the world and things that we can do or things that we can try. And that involves, you know, doing what we love and finding our ways of doing those things. And I think one of the most dangerous things that introverts can get into is feeling like they have to be an extrovert or that they have to be a type of person because our society unfortunately favors extroversion or it feels like it favors extroversion you know you see a lot of all like famous people who are extroverting all the time they're big bombastic personalities they're people that are getting all of the attention and even in work situations, you know, the people who are ascending the ranks are people who are, you know, they're naturally people people, and they are naturally adept at gaming the system, or social engineering, or, you know, finding a way to work through the system and comply, whereas many introverts are typically concerned with protecting our energy, protecting our way of thinking, and not always concerned with ascending the ranks, or ascending the ranks without feeling like we're giving up our sense of self. Or, you know, we want to be noticed for our work, and not necessarily noticed for for being able to trick people into liking us, you know? it's So it's, it's tricky and it's complicated, because all of that makes life seem more difficult for introverts. And I think this world has been shifting into more of a world that is accepting of introverts and creating more ways for introverts to make a living, to have a life in the modern world. You know, no longer do you necessarily have to go to an office or be in front of people all the time or give presentations or... Or, or do all these things. Even if you're an introvert who has a business who needs to do internet marketing and try to spread the word about your your product, it is not necessarily something where you have to get in front of the camera. You don't have to use your voice. You don't have to have a podcast, though podcasting is probably easier for introverts. And you don't necessarily have to have a show or put your face on anything. You know, you can you can kind of focus on a brand and build a brand and use the name. I think people are really a little bit too focused on personal branding and really you can have a brand and promote that and create a story for it and make it interesting that way. You know, you go into a place of imagination and having a good time. So 
those are just some of the things that I can think about, uh, uh, about being an introvert. Um, there are certainly some challenges, but one of the things, you know, I really like being an introvert. You know, I really enjoy that I can spend time by myself and I don't feel like I'm fiending to be around people. Um, and I think a lot of extroverts feel like they're lucky to be able to be around other people and have no problem with it. I have no problem being by myself, and I do wrestle with the challenge of feeling like I should be a people person or be able to, or, or want to be in front of people more. But it's fine. I love it. I like spending time by myself. I like reading things. I like playing games. I like doing these podcasts where I do feel like I'm talking to someone, but I'm really talking to myself, and some people just happen to listen to it. And you know, I'm not too worried about people. You know, I like to be able to go out and explore things and try new things and, and, and have a good time. But my life doesn't have to be centered around people because honestly, Molly does it for me. And I see my parents every once in a while. I see some friends from back home in Philly every once in a while. And we we go out to a bar every once in a while. I'll see some people there. But, you know, I'm not too focused about it. And I think I think one of the things that we have to work on as introverts is not feeling guilty about not wanting to be a people person. But, 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 we also need to make sure, and this is like a final big caveat about being an introvert, we need to make sure that we are not ignoring the ability to adept and to, to be adept and learn how to be social. And I don't mean like glad handing and shaking hands and and being overly happy or being an extrovert, but I mean being respectful. I mean being um, socially conscious, you know, having a sense of social acuity and being able to, uh, to, to, you know, practice little ways that we can hold a conversation. You know, being an introvert doesn't mean we shouldn't be interesting. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't be fun. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't be, you know, a lively person within the environment that we like. Um, but it also doesn't, it is not even remotely an excuse to be a jerk. It is not an excuse to ignore people. And it is not an excuse to pretend like other people are a problem. Because they're not. Um... You know, we we may have energy issues, but it doesn't mean that, you know, people are the problem. It just means that, you know, we, we need to protect ourselves and protect our uh, interactions with people. Because, you know, a lot of us just don't have time or energy for small talk. And if that's the case, then, you know, maybe it takes a little bit of practice. Maybe we need a little bit of time to practice... Um, you know, practice small talk or prepare in those introverted times to, uh, to to prepare how to talk to people and practice, you know, almost like a stand-up comedian, like practice a couple of jokes or something or, oh, excuse me, or fun little ways to break the ice. Uh, again, being an introvert, well, there's nothing wrong with it. Again, is not an excuse to not try. You don't have to be an extrovert, but you know, practice. Get out there every once in a while. Try meeting with people. Try having a conversation with someone. But, you know, if you're in a social situation where you're supporting someone and you need to be there with them, plan a place where you can hide away for a moment if it gets overwhelming. Go outside. Tell your partner who you're with that, like, hey, I need to go to the car for a little bit and recharge. 
And, you know, if you're with someone who respects you, they'll, they'll understand. Uh, so, you know, take control of it, take control of who you are. And, but also just don't use it as an excuse to be a jerk or, or be, um, you know, lesser of a person, I guess, <laughs> uh, you know, to not be social completely. So, um, that's everything I've got. You know, I wanted to talk more about managing energy, but I think I'm going to do that in a separate podcast because managing energy is, is a bit nuanced and there's, you know, because being an introvert, it's not necessarily just about being alone or being quiet. It's about doing the things that fuel you, you know, for me, it's introverted thinking. So I really enjoy like nonfiction learning and, taking ideas and concepts, you know, watching Cosmos, um, learning about like astronomy or Myers-Briggs or listening to a podcast that like kind of feeds my, my need for information, you know, and if you're a feeler, it's, it means like, you know, curling up to a good book and revisiting something that, you know, this beautiful world of emotion that you're capable of accessing if you're more of an introverted sensor, you know, you could go back into your past, you know, have conversations with someone who is near and dear to you that you grew up with that you appreciate. Um, and then if you're an introverted intuitive, you know, allow yourself to ruminate and play with different ideas and, and think about a lot of the recent experiences that you've had and uh, write things down, journal about things and and, um, you know, think about how you feel about your, your spirituality and, you know, anything that feels good to you about, you know, whatever it is that you're focused on in life. So anyway, that's a lot. I'm exhausted. I've got to go. I got to go do things, but, um, just wanted to remind you guys that the podcast course is available. Go to podcast or to com to check out the podcast course for absolute beginners, where you'll learn about podcasting from conception to execution and, um, Think about your goals, your mission, how to start a podcast, naming it, getting sponsors, getting guests, marketing, scheduling, and a couple of interviews with some great people. And um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. So cnote.thinkific.com. And I'm also looking for sponsors for Dopamine. I've got some pricing set up for sponsorships. So if you're interested, please hit me up via a call-in on Anchor or hit me up at Rival My Design on all social channels or dopaminepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, typically, if you're like a life coach or someone who wants to connect with other podcasters or people who are trying to improve their lives, this is probably a good podcast to have a sponsor post on. So um, it's a 30 to 60 second spot that I write and uh, that I will say for you as a personal recommendation to your product or service, which also means that I'm not going to just accept anything because I do not want my listeners um, being recommended something that is not useful to them. So I appreciate you guys. I hope you guys have a good one. Take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine. I really appreciate it. If you thought this was a dope show, then you should wait until next week. But also, while you wait, you should go to iTunes and Stitcher and leave a positive review. Positive reviews help me to uh, fill up my dopamine tank. Otherwise, you can send your friends to dopamine.life to listen to the show or hi, my name is Christian.com to get the latest updates. I'll catch you later. Baby, I'm a fiend, I'm a fiend. Oh, you know you got me going off your dopamine. All I really need, all I need is for you to put me on to the recipe. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, purple flowers, candy showers, sandy, yeah. You, who dancing on the 